1: It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, TGIF. <laughs> December fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. We have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. So I'm joined by my buddy for the third time this week, Chief Justice 06, Will, how are you doing, my friend?
0: Doing great, man. We're uh, we'll see how good I'm doing at the end of the night. Uh, we were talking, you know, before the show, uh, and I did just realize I might have a mini sweat going like i've got a couple lineups that are coming up from the rear in this this shot so we'll see maybe if i can uh i'm gonna close my phone now but uh maybe we can have some action going here by the time this show ends maybe i'll be in striking distance so we'll see
1: well, we all want you to um, open your phone after we get done recording here and, and have a lot more money in your account than you did before. So that, that's always the main goal of DFS. So uh, the football slate was interesting. I was talking to you about it before. Like I am – I'm cashing with Keenan Allen because I played Williams in the captain spot like I said I was going to. Um, and I think it could have been a really, really good game if, if Keenan Allen didn't get hurt. But it, it is what it is. But we got some basketball to talk about. You guys haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head on over there check them out it's fantasydraft.com. sign up through the rotor grinders links that way you guys get access to any cool promos that we run with fantasy draft we run promos with them all the time also you want to win a Roto grinders t-shirt i'm going to give away three t-shirts on monday if you want to win a rotor grinders t-shirt head on over to itunes comment and rate us five stars if you don't like us you can rate us less than five stars but i appreciate the five stars you already done it. You're still. I still have a little cup with everybody's name. That's still a thing. Um, so I got to write all the new ones down. Um, I know where I've left off. If you want a chance to win a rotor grinder's t shirt, go over there, rate the podcast, leave us a nice little comment, and um, have a chance to win a rotor grinder's t shirt on Monday. We're going to give away three shirts on air Monday. Um, I'll give out iTunes usernames, and they can message me. And you know, we're going to give away some shirts. So uh, if you haven't done that already really really appreciate it um go help us out so let's get started with this basketball slate we start with your charlotte hornets uh they're they got new york visiting them here 225 and a half charlotte favored by 11. burke is out um trezier is out dotson popped up on the injury report he's questionable and mkg is back at practice but they still have him as questionable let's start with new york uh what do we like here for the knicks
0: well i i uh (laughs) Man, I was all over Kevin Knox here the other night. Uh, he definitely came through for me. Uh, it's looking like he's going to continue to get the minutes. Um, you know, he's, he's priced up a little bit, uh, definitely priced up a lot more on FanDuel. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I mean, he's 4,800 on DK. I still think that's incredibly fair uh, for, for the price he's going to have in this matchup. So uh, as of right now, uh, I think he's my favorite Nick. Uh, you know, obviously, Tim Hardaway is probably, you know, he seems to be the safest Nick as far as minutes. Uh, but, but even not, I mean, it looks like they're going to start giving him some run. Uh, and then I think after that, you know, Emmanuel Moutier, uh, I think you got to look at him at 5,700. I still think that's fair considering he's probably going to be playing roughly 30 minutes if the game is somewhat close. So uh, I think those those are my three guys. Um, You know, I I don't think I want to take. Excuse me, I don't think I want to take too many shots on like Courtney Lee or Luke Cornett. Um, You know, Frankie Nicotine would probably be my last. uh, My last nick in, but uh, Moodye Hardaway and and, uh, Knox would be my top three followed by Leigh and Frankie Nicotine. I don't think I'm going to play Enos Cantor.
1: Yeah, Cantor's minutes are all over the place. It is a good matchup for him. You know, he didn't do well in the matchup against Charlotte on the ninth, which I think was Sunday. It was a Um, blowout,
0: though.
1: Yeah, true. Um, Came back against Cleveland. I talked about him um, on the podcast the other day on Wednesday about being a sneaky tournament play with no Tristan Thompson. he got 32 minutes, had a really good game from the field. Just didn't have any blocks or steals, but still put up 38 and a half. Um, don't mind Canther; not my favorite play at center today. Um, I'm with you. I really like Kevin Knox here. He's still really cheap on DraftKings and fantasy draft. Um, it's a position that we could take advantage of. The matchup um, and nobody—I hate to say it—but nobody knows Charlotte as good as you. And you know, you you've talked about it a lot this year. Um, about wing type players, you know, giving Charlotte trouble all year. So um, definitely like Knox and Moutier's prices come up. Um, I don't think I will end up on Moutier. I think he's okay. He bounced back from a bad game um, against Cle- or against Cleveland. Um, so I don't mind Moutier, but the price is kind of. He's kind of priced right. I don't know if he has a ton of upside at that price in this matchup, but I, I don't hate it. Um, I, I like Moutier a lot more if Dotson gets rolled out for what it's worth. That, like if, if yeah. Dotson gets rolled out, like Moutier is playing 30 to 35 minutes.
0: Yeah, that, that and that's kind of my, my point exactly. If Dotson is out, no Trier, no Burke. I mean, you got to think he's going to play 32 to 35. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't give him anything lower than that unless he was in foul trouble and then i mean you know you know they're gonna to have to end up playing you know other guys uh, like my my good friend ron baker from wichita state so uh and i don't i don't think they want to do that i think they want to play moodier so um so yeah but i i'm with you if dotson's out i think moodier's uh, you know i think he's a good a great value at that point
1: if uh if dotson sits to you mentioned frankie um He's 3,600. He would probably play around 25 minutes if yeah. uh, Dotson sits. So he's another guy that I would definitely play. I don't want to go crazy here, but we do have no. some really good value to take advantage of. Uh, the Charlotte side, you know, it's been it's been really two guys all year. It's been Kemba when we want to play Kimba, and it's always been Cody Zeller on fantasy draft when you need some salary because, you know, he just plays 25 minutes a night, and he plays 25 to 32 minutes and averages a fantasy point per minute. Uh, so – I don't hate Cody Zeller here. I don't love him. There's some centers that I really like today. I don't love him. Um, and I don't mind Kimba, but he's not my favorite payup for today.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to play Cody today. I, I wouldn't play Cody over Brooke Lopez at, for the, pretty much the same price. I think Brooke's got more upside. Um, you know, and that, that's just kind of how I like to approach it. I wouldn't play Cody over Noah Vonleh, who's a little bit more – so, you know, I, I think Cody's going to make it outside of my my pool. I, I do think Kim was interesting here. Um, you know, it, it is, it's all going to be based on line of construction. I mean, he's 9,200. Um, you know, you, you'd be paying up to be contrarian in this spot somewhat because uh, t- not too many people are going to play him for 9,200, but he is at home and it is the Knicks, and uh, I, I don't mind playing him. Um, I actually don't really have a favorite Hornet on this slate. Uh, Well, I guess Jeremy Lamb would be my favorite Hornet. Um, Just kind of for the value, I I think he's got the best value. So Jeremy Lamb, 5,600, you know, if he could have one of those 35-point games, then you should be in the money. Marvin Williams has been playing really well recently, but I I still don't trust Marvin Williams in the grand scheme of this slate. So even at 4,900, um, I don't hate it because his minutes are safe, but I'm I'm not in love with it. But those will kind of be my guys: Kimba, Lamb, and uh, Marvin Williams. And then I I don't like Cody Zeller today, even at that price.
1: Yeah, Marvin Williams is interesting at forty nine. Uh, I like that call. Uh, I don't think he's the greatest play, but it, he is a nice source of value if we need him um atlanta at boston 224 and a half total boston favored by 13 in this game jeremy lynn is questionable to return um and then prince is out horford's already ruled out and uh jalen brown is questionable so we'll have to pay attention to that uh let's start with the atlanta side of things it should be a pace pace down game for them i know they like to run and they like to play fast but boston doesn't tend to play that fast so um what are we looking at here on the hawks side of things
0: Man, uh, this is really kind of only one hawk that I, I would prefer to play, and that's John Collins. I know he's 7,200, but if he's going to get 30 to 35 minutes, I mean, Washington, you know, they lost one, it was 131 to 117, he put up 45, Denver, 106 to 98, he put up 57. Dallas 107 to 114. He put up 43. Golden State 128 111. Put up 43. Uh, if he's going to keep cranking out 40 point games at this price, 7200, he's still a little bit too cheap. He's got legit 50 point upside. I know it's Boston, but they don't really have anybody as athletic as him uh, on that team right now. Not not in not in a true power forward center position. I mean, you know, obviously they've got, uh, you know, guys they can flank out like Morris and Tatum, but, but they're not a John Collins type player. John Collins is going to be in the paint banging around. He's by far my favorite Hawk, even at that price. And I don't think he's going to get the ownership because of the price against Boston. Uh, my, my second favorite guy, uh, I'm always going to have some interest in Trey young. Um, He's a really up and down player. You don't know when you're going to catch the forty point game, and the forty point game just happened against Dallas. Uh, you know, but you know he's going to be getting the world renowned Kyrie defense. I don't like Kyrie for defense. I like him for offense, but uh, he would kind of be my second guy. Baysmore is cheap, but I, I don't like him in this spot.
1: I actually like Baysmore. Um, his usage is really high right now with Prince off the floor. If we look at his usage over the last like 6 or 7 games 24 23 27s 18 25 26 25 like his usage we always we already know like the minutes are are a bump for him but you look at the last 3 games without prince and he's playing 30 to 35 minutes a night um and I don't know if his price is enough for his upside yet Bazemore, when he gets hot, he can add, you know, he can fill up the stat sheet too. That's the best thing about Bazemore. So I, I think Bazemore, I think we could, k- k- this might be the last time that we get to play him, um you know, under 6K. So I, I think that, I think Bazemore is certainly in play here. um it, It's a tougher defensive matchup, but, you know, he had a really good game against Denver and that's a good defensive team too. So, I think he can fill up the statue, But I agree with you on everything you said about Collins. Um, no Horford here. Collins is used to just through the roof with no Prince on the floor. Um, the minutes are extremely high right now. He was crushing bef- with Prince out there. When you look at the last three games without Prince, he shot the ball 22, 20, and 17 okay. times. Um, some, so a lot of a lot of the Prince shots have gone to Collins and Baysmore. So I, I like both of those guys. And – I really don't think I'll play Trey Young here. I really think I'm just sticking to those two guys from Atlanta.
0: Gotcha. I get it 100%. I,
1: and for what it's worth, I, I like Baysmore a lot more. All right. As far as the Boston side goes here, um, you know, your boy Kyrie, obviously somebody we can look at. They're going to get a pace bump here. Uh, no Horford. Baines came back, but he was limited minutes wise. Um, be interesting to see. If we get any kind of report about his minutes before lock, what are you looking at here as far as Boston goes?
0: Man, this is kind of the one day I'm just. Mar- Marcus Smart, I think, is my favorite Boston guy just for the value. I think he can get there in limited minutes, especially if if, if Jalen Brown happens to be out. I think he's my favorite guy. Um, Hay- Hayward is, you know, looking like he's going to come back. He's fifty eight hundred uh you know may- maybe he gets a little extra run he's been sick so we'll see um Marcus Morris I just think he's too expensive now at 6,500 I don't want any parts of that and I think you know Daniel Tice I know he had a rough game but I think if it's a blowout if you expect this can be a blowout and I do think this could be a blowout spot I think this is a spot to get back on Tyson no ownership and uh if he gets you know 30 minutes because of that and plays a good chunk of the second half, you know, you know, part of the third, most of the fourth, I think he could get, give you some really good return. Um, And especially on a time where nobody's on him. Uh, Robert Williams, obviously, you know, he's, he's been getting a little bit of run, but with, um, with Baines back playing limited minutes, I just, I don't think we can trust him for, for, for 25 minutes. So uh, I do think Marcus Smart is my favorite Boston guy just for the value I think behind him it's Tyson. That's about it.
1: All right, moving on. Bucks at Cavs. 218 and a half total. Bucks favored by 10 in this game. Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love are still out. Uh let's start with the Bucks. What do we like here from Milwaukee?
0: Man, this is a tough spot for me. My favorite guy here I think is Brooke Lopez. Uh you know, a, a lot of the, the the stars in these you know past two games Uh, I don't want to play Giannis in this spot here. Uh, I I do think this game does have some blowout risk, so I I don't want to touch Giannis. Um, I mean, could he get there in three quarters? He absolutely could. We've seen him do it. He's 11K. I mean, I've seen him drop 60 in three quarters, but uh, I don't think I want to risk that on this slate. So uh, a lot of these Milwaukee guys I'm just going to avoid maybe outside of, like I said, Brooke Lopez, uh, Chris Middleton at 6400 he's cheap enough, but you know, are his minutes stable? We don't know. Him and him and the coach seemingly haven't been getting along. Brogdon at 56 is is okay, uh, but I, I still think there's there's better value other places. So uh, that's just kind of the, the approach I'm taking with Milwaukee today. I don't buy it to the blowout as, as much as most, but Cleveland's depleted going against a really good team and so when it's like that i definitely you know take a lot more into consideration so i won't have too many milwaukee bucks
1: yeah you know it would be interesting to see what happens here um you know Giannis didn't play and they beat him pretty bad in the in a game um was it friday or this weekend or monday whenever it was this game just happened but um Ilisova drew the start in that game, so if if obviously if anybody's out and somebody's um gets a bump, you know they sat Giannis. this might be a spot they take Middleton or Bledsoe off the floor um you know it wouldn't shock me if that happens uh as far as the Cleveland side goes, I don't love anything here I think Larry Nance is in play just because they don't really have a lot of options um at at big men, so he should play you know twenty five to thirty five minutes here. I know it's a wide range, but it's really been his range so um he went one for five from the field against new york one for five from the field shot zero free throws and put up 39 fantasy points so larry nance is a guy that even at 6200 he has upside so larry nance probably only guy that i have a little interest in here as far as cleveland goes
0: yeah yeah uh that's probably it Uh, i usually like to take a shot on sexton just because you know (laughs) His minutes are just so stable with this team right now. Uh, but I, I can't do it in this spot here. So I, I'm, I'm with you. Nance is probably the only guy. But I don't like that price. Like 6200 I just, uh I think I'm going to have to reconsider. Even if he gets the minutes, I, I don't think I'm going to take a shot at him here. Uh, we could easily get some anti-Zizik for eight minutes, and, and that would take away from his upside. So I, I think this is a game I'm just off of completely.
1: So I just got the alert, and I had to check it really quick. Um, I get the touchdown alerts from the Rotor grinders touchdown account that we have, and San Diego – or not San Diego. L.A. Chargers scored a touchdown to, to put, make it a one-point game and went for two and got two-point. There's four seconds left. The uh, Chargers pulled – they went for two. They went yes. for two against Kansas City to win. I love it. Um
0: Oh wow! I need to. Oh, uh,
1: that's awesome. All right, moving on back to basketball. Washington at Brooklyn, two twenty six total. Brooklyn favored by one and a half. Uh, Porter's questionable. Howard's out. Crab is questionable. DeVert's out. Uh, what do we like here for Washington?
0: Uh, th- I mean, I think this is the spot that I'm going to be looking at a whole bunch of Washington here. Uh, you know, Beal, Wall. Markeith, I mean, I, I like this spot for them against Brooklyn. Um, I, I think I think this is a game where I want to get plenty of exposure from on both sides, but especially Washington here. R- really like this spot. Wall and Beal are, are going to be my two favorites. I know we don't like to play Wall and Beal together, but uh, I, I don't care about that. Uh, I, I just I like them both. I think it's going to be great for them. So um, yeah, that's the approach I'm taking. Wall, Beal. And uh, probably a little bit of Keith, and I think I'm going to try to keep it pulled down to that. If they happen to get some random injury, if John Wall's bone spurs happen to reappear, then obviously we'll make we'll make some adjustments on the fly. But as of right now, uh, those are the guys I like the most.
1: Yeah, I like Jeff Green if Porter sits. Like he has really excelled when Porter has sat the season. So if Porter sits, Jeff Green, lock and load play uh, for me here. Outside of that, I just I don't really love anything here. I, I want to like something from Washington. Like I, I think this is a spot maybe you take a shot on you know John Wall. I think he has a lot of upside here, but outside of yeah. that, I just I don't know, man. Like Marquise is fifty one hundred, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. That that's that I mean oof. he always has upside.
0: Oof fifty one hundred against Brooklyn. I, I I like him a lot. <laughs> 29
1: minutes on december 1st against brooklyn and put up 41 um fantasy points so there's certainly upside there um but for me like i said my favorite player is jeff green if porter's out if porter plays uh i like the keith call but i, I probably as much as i want to play washington here like as, as much as i want to play bradley beal and john wall like Beal is going to play a ton of minutes, and he's always in play if he's going to put up twenty shots. So he's always in play.
0: Yeah, like I said, I mean, those are just my my favorite guys: Wall, Beal, Keith. Uh, I, mean, I, I like Jeff Green and a little bit of Oubre, but I mean, that would probably be it. So I mean, they've got about what four or five guys you can look at: Wall, Beal, Green, Oubre, Keith. Those would be my five that that I would look at, and I think Keith being my favorite for he, he seems to be the best value. Um, I I still think he's a better value than uh, Jeff Green. But, you know, I, I, I get the other side of it as well.
1: So it's been a long time, Will, um, since I've played Jared Allen, and I'm a huge Jared Allen fan. But Jared <laughs> Allen is one of my favorite plays, and that's why I didn't like a lot of those other centers on, on this slate. He's 5,600. He had a bad game against Philly and beat him, abused him. Uh, you know, that happens, but he had come in to that Philly game with three really good games in a row. This is a great bounce back spot for him. Love Jared Allen at 5,600 today.
0: Yeah, and he had a good game against Washington earlier this year. Uh, I, I just know because I played him in that spot, it wasn't the most recent one, but just overall, he had a really good game. So I like Allen at 5,600. Uh, you know, for any, for all of you Natter Street guys out there, Spencer Dinwiddie just got a new three year, $34 million contract. Uh, maybe he comes out and tries to put on another massive performance like he did the last game. Uh, I mean, he's been a solid player all year anyway. So, um, but I don't like him at 6,500, but if, if you're into that and you're thinking about a game stat, obviously you're probably going to want to play him a little bit, um, I wish Sebas Napier was getting 25 minutes consistently. He would be a really good value on this slate at, at 3,400. Uh, but I just don't think you need to go there because he's not getting it consistently. And then I always like to play D'Angelo Russell, but I feel like D'Angelo Russell is like my Aaron Gordon. Uh, I just, I fire him up. I think I've gotten him right once this year, but uh, that's not going to stop me from playing him in this spot though. I think against Washington, uh, he could really have a massive game here, especially when they're at home, when he's at home. So really like uh D'Angelo Russell here, looking for him to put up a pretty good game.
1: Yeah. Uh, that Dinwiddie game, the first time all year that he had attempted more than 10 free throws in a game. So he was, he was doing things and whenever he does stuff, you're not typically going to see a good game from Russell. So I think this is a spot. Russell bounces back. Dinwiddie kind of goes back to what he was doing. Um, so, Always like Russell. Uh, I'm a sucker to play him. I love the usage. I love the upside. He always has a really high ceiling. Um, so he's a great tournament play. Let's move on. We got the Pacers and the 76ers. No total in this game. We're waiting on the Jimmy Butler news. He's questionable. Mike Mascala is questionable. The uh, Pacers, good to go. When we saw Victor Oladipo came back and went right back to playing his minutes. He played 29 minutes against the Bucks. Um. I think we probably see him right around 30 minutes again. He might be too expensive though at 84 for just 30 minutes. If he's going to play his 35 minutes, he'd be really interesting. Um, what are we looking at here on the Pacers?
0: Man, I mean, I've been saying this all year. I'm going to keep saying it. Philly is not good on defense right now. They're just they're just not good on defense right now. So. You know, this is the spot this is the spot I wanna attack. Uh, I've got to decide who I wanna attack it with. Um I, I I'm I'm trying to get a pulse on this this Turner deal and see if he's gonna to continue to play. I mean, I think they're still easing Victor back. I know he played twenty nine minutes. Um I think they won that game pretty handedly. Um yeah, they, they did win that pretty handedly. But I, I think I think I'm gonna take a shot on Miles Turner here in tournaments tomorrow, 7,400, excuse me. So bonuses, price is coming down. Uh, we know what he can do in, in limited minutes. With Oladipo being back, I don't like him as much. Um, but Turner here, I really like Turner in this spot, uh, and I think uh, my next favorite guy is Bogdanovich uh, at fifty two hundred. He's just been really steady. Now I know Victor's back, so so you know a lot of these guys, their usage and their, their role on the team is going to change. But I don't think his role is going to change as much. He's just a shooter. So uh, I really like him, and I I think those are my guys. I I really don't want to play too many other guys. I I do think, though, that this is a spot to take a a shot on Victor at low ownership at 8,400. He's he's priced. I I think for this matchup, if Jimmy Butler's out, I I think he's priced affordably or or appropriately, and um, I I think he can get the job done if he gets 30-plus minutes. So uh, my favorite guy is, is Turner. Second favorite is Bogdanovich, and I think you take Ola Oladipo on a spot where he's going to go low on against this Philly defense that hasn't been able to stop anybody.
1: Uh, looking at the 76ers side of things, obviously it matters a lot if Butler sits, if Butler sits, uh, Korkmaz, Korkmaz? Um, the Turkish dude, Um He's been crushing in, you know, the last two games. He, he would become a value play that we'd be definitely looking at at 3,800 if Butler sits. Um, outside of that, like, it's hard not to like and beat in this spot. Um, You know, he, his usage is just through the roof right now. Um, and, like, he just – he went bonkers last game. Simmons had a really good game. Um, If if Butler plays, I'll probably be off Philly here. Um, I just – if Butler plays, I just don't like anything, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Same thing. If Butler's out. I mean, if he, if he's out, yeah, if he's out, listen, I treat this team the same way I treat Toronto. Kawhi's out. I just play Lowry, Ibaka, Siakam every time. If if he's in, I don't really play anybody. And the uh, same thing with this team. If Butler's out tomorrow, if he happens to be out tomorrow, I'm going to play Ben Simmons. I'm going to play Embiid. I'm going to play Courtney's. Um Guaranteed. If Butler's in, I won't touch anybody, and uh, that's kind of the approach I, I'll take. One, one more caveat: though if Butler's out, I do think uh, uh, J.J. Reddick is very interesting. I know he's another guy like a Bradley Beal, uh, you know, like like Middleton, where they have to shoot the ball a lot to score. But J.J. could easily put up, you know, twenty to twenty-five real points. And if he gets anything else extra, steal a block, some assist, and he could easily, you know, be, be a uh, an extreme value in this slate. So I know he didn't put up a great game the last game, but I, I do still like JJ in this spot if Butler's out as well. Uh,
1: I guess we should mention um, T.J. McConnell and Wilson Chandler. Uh, if Butler sits, both those guys get a minute floor. Um, yeah. You know, obviously. Minutes equal opportunity, and that's what we're looking for. Um, I don't think they're the best value plays on this slate, but I, I do think like if we're in that range, um, they're they're worth looking and they were worth mentioning uh, if Butler sits. Yeah, I
0: mean for sure, man. I, and the crazy thing about Philly is, if Butler sits, their whole team is under 4K except for Embiid, Simmons, and Reddick. Everybody else is under 4K. Cortez, Chandler, McConnell. All under four K, great value plays. I think on this slate.
1: All right, Miami at Memphis. No total in this game. I don't know why we don't have a total in this game. Conley's probable. Whiteside is back with the team. He's probable, uh, and then Gordon Dragic is out. So I don't know why we didn't have a line for this game, but we don't. Uh, let's start with Miami. They got destroyed by utah and i i don't use that destroyed word a lot but utah dominated them the other night um so it's really tough to kind of get an idea what we're looking at here as far as miami without drogic with everybody else back but one thing that i i can say is you know i don't know what i want to do with this game
0: yep this is another game i I don't know if you guys have realized it as of right now i probably only like three games so far. Uh, so this, this you know, 9, 10 game slate is going to get compressed really quickly. Uh, I, I don't really have a whole lot of interest in this game. You know, uh, uh, my good friend, Mr. Richardson, was a guy that I would kind of kind of load up on whenever uh, Drogic was out. He just hasn't been playing well recently. Now, like, like I said, I know they got blown out. But I do think at 5,600, you know, you look at him. I I don't like it, but at 5,600, I mean, this guy's got 40-point upside with these guys out. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr. has been playing really well. Uh, Now, the last game, his upside game came because he got five steals. I'm not expecting that again, but he still, you know, got there for his cheap price tag. So at 3,700, I don't don't mind him. and then James Johnson is is 3600 as well but his minute, he's only had one game around 30 minutes this season so don't don't really want to take too many shots on him but I do think Richardson is interesting at 5600 with no Drazic.
1: Yeah, like, you know, Richardson is this is a great buy-low spot. Um he's really cheap for the type of role that he has when Gordon Drazic is off the floor. Um do we play the narrative of Whiteside? Just had a kid, kid narrative, uh, been away from the team for like a week. <laughs> um, what are we doing with Memphis?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, this is another mixed bag here. Um, I mean, man, I've been playing my boy Jermichael Green. He's still 4,600. Uh, I think that's cheap enough. I mean, if you look at his game log, put up another 28 fantasy points uh, again. And uh, so so I don't mind that. Mark Gasol at 78. I don't think I want to play him in this spot. Mike Conley at 81. I mean, I guess Kyle Anderson would be the the best play at 4,200 in this spot. But, I mean, I'm I'm really not too interested in any of these guys.
1: Yeah, I I like Anderson and pace up spots. I've said that multiple times. I know it didn't work out against the Lakers. Um, but I, I like and that game kind of was a blowout. But I, I like Anderson in pace up games. I'm not going to typically play him in slow pace games. Um, I want him to get his steals, and I feel like he always has more steal upside in a pace up spot. So honestly, I hate this game, Will. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm allowed to cross games off, and this is just not a game that I like. You know, if Whiteside was out, I'd play Kelly Olinick here, but with Whiteside back. I just can't trust the Olenek minutes because this is a spot that o- Olenek could really extend the defense and have a really good game, but I just don't trust the minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Can't trust it. Right, we, got,
1: we got three 10 o'clock games. We got the Thunder at Denver, 217 total. Uh, Thunder favored by two. Barton, Harris, Millsap, all out. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Thunder side?
0: Uh can we say Paul George again?
1: Who's that? Uh, hey, say
0: say what you will, folks. Paul George has been crushing every game. I just keep playing him. I just keep playing him. Um, I actually
1: played him against New Orleans. I don't know if you listened to the podcast the other day, but yeah, I, I actually, know I, I actually recommended Paul George. It was really hard to do, but um Yeah, man, get, yeah. get over get over that old bias. The old Paul George.
0: That everybody thinks doesn't have any usage is gone. Like Paul George has got thirty percent usage even with Westbrook playing. So as long as Paul George continues to be a lot cheaper than Russell Westbrook, which he is again, I I'm just going to continue playing Paul George. Uh, I just I, I really like him here. Ninety-one hundred. I think I think a lot of people are kind of going to stay away. Uh, but this should be a competitive game. And I love Paul George in competitive games uh, where he's going to have to stay on the floor a little bit more. I mean, I don't, I don't have to boost you guys up and tell you how much I like Paul George. But in games where it's been competitive, like this New Orleans game, he played 37 minutes. A competitive game against Chicago, he played 36 minutes. A competitive game against Brooklyn where he went nuclear in the fourth, he played 37 minutes. And in that Brooklyn game, he dropped 37. In the Chicago game, 43 the New Orleans game, 53. I mean, the guy's just – he's been playing really well this year. Uh, so I, I really like him in this spot. And then, obviously, uh, Russell Westbrook at 10-8, starting to get a little cheaper because we haven't seen his upside. But we all know that a triple-double is coming real soon. I mean, he just put up two 70-point games back-to-back uh, a week ago. And so, you know, I, I, think, I think this is a spot against Denver on the road that you, you probably better start loading up some some uh, some Russell Westbrook because the upside is coming.
1: Oh, man. I actually don't hate Paul George here. I, I hate on him all the time, but I actually don't hate him here. Um, I actually don't love Westbrook in this spot. Like I honestly think that if somebody has a big game here, it's George. I don't mind ever playing Westbrook for what it's worth, people, ever. He always has the ceiling to go for 70 um i just don't know if i end up on him today but there is a ton of value you could play two studs if you wanted to today there's a there's a ton of value um i I like dennis schroeder again i talked about him on wednesday against new orleans like the shot attempts for with him right now and the usage is just there like he's getting so much usage and like he's 5600 like this is a guy that like his price is is been in the 6ks almost the whole season it's just it's just a really good price tag for the type of usage and the amount of shots that he's putting up, yeah man
0: I'm with you hundred percent fifty six hundred Dennis schroeder uh i i'm I'm on board with that. what I'm more excited about with him is his minutes have been hovering around thirty minutes like if he's gonna get thirty minutes a game then you know i'm I'm gonna treat him like I treat Reggie Jackson just keep signing him up until he until they price him appropriately and right now he's not so uh love that man well like what they've been doing
1: with for anybody that doesn't watch the thunder and you know i've been watching the thunder a little bit more recently to try to get a better idea what's happening with schroeder because i've noticed the price um i played him against new orleans the other day watched some of that game so what they're doing is they're they're starting ferguson which is great this is great because it's keeping people off of schroeder they're starting ferguson he's playing the first like six seven minutes of the the first quarter they bring in schroeder they let him go until the midway through the second quarter they they sit him down for a little bit for ferguson they bring him right back to finish the quarter they start ferguson in the second half they bring in schroeder for either grant or ferguson depending on who they're playing and then they give him a little bit of a break in the fourth quarter and he finishes the game that's what he's been doing recently with these minutes and like I love it. Anytime we can get a guy that plays with the second unit that is playing 30-plus minutes, that is finishing games, that has a high usage, I I always love these guys. So I I like Dennis Schroeder again today at 56. I think he has a lot of upside at this price. Yeah,
0: I'm with you 100%, man. Load him up. I mean, he's just a good play. And I I think he's going to be pretty low on unless they listen to the pod and load up on him.
1: <laughs> um all right, let's talk about the Denver side. Obviously, um we we kind of need to know what the starting rotation is going to be. Like luckily these guys are all priced around the same price, that we'll be able to adjust. Um Hernan Gomez is going to play minutes. We know that. That is going to happen. Now, Trey Lyles makes a little bit more sense here with Jeremiah Grant um and, and like the Thunder than like Plumlee. You know, if if this is me, and there's a good chance I play one of those two guys, there's a good chance I play either Plumley or Lyles, whoever starts. I put Lyles in my lineup at power forward or forward, and I give myself the opportunity to swap um, because um, Plumley is a hundred dollars less. So if the starting lineup comes out and Plumley's starting and it's not Lyles, I pivot.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm all about that. Uh, I've, I've been playing a lot more duel lately, so I could uh, not have to pivot and kind of get away from the late swap. So recently, I, that, you know, I've been doing that to, uh, t- to get away from that and, and try you're to. You're
1: playing some- Hernan Gomez. You're done. You're, you're, right. you're, you're locked in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to take my edges elsewhere, kind of like we did earlier this week when we felt like Kawhi was going to be out, but nobody was quite sure and you know we just took a stand early
1: so much crap for talking about kyle lowry on tuesday nobody ever said good job sorry i'm just kidding a lot of people actually said good job (laughs) i I just i'm just saying like i i i love feedback i do um it never bothers me it's just man i got so much feedback about kyle lowry on tuesday he's shooting the ball terrible
0: Yeah, no usage. Uh he's out of rhythm with, with Kawhi there right now. They got he's just gotta figure it out. But and that game is coming up, by the way. But In so, next so, game, we'll talk about so, it. So, so here's another value play. I'm sure I'm sure you were gonna talk about this guy. I think I made it to him first, though. Monty Morris is the value play on this team right now, 4K. I mean, just look at what he's been doing here. Atlanta, Memphis. Minutes have gone up uh since since uh um Millsap has been out 30 minutes 28 minutes 32 fantasy points 38 fantasy points uh i i will have monty morris tomorrow i'm hoping the ownership is low i'm hoping nobody's noticed that this guy's just been smashing and and i can get him like i did jalen brunson and just kind of catch him on on the front end and uh and nobody notices so love monty morris again uh, I, I view him in the same way I view Dennis Schroeder. He's underpriced for what's happening with him right now.
1: like it. Um, I like it a lot. You know, I don't mind Jokic here, but I'm not playing him. He's been crushing lately. I'm not playing him. Um, it's a tougher matchup. He just had a really good game against Memphis, which was a tough matchup. He can have a good game here. But there's so much value on Denver that I could just play all the value guys. Like, I don't have to pay up for Jokic to get exposure to Denver where I'm either running it back with Westbrook or Schroeder or, you know, Paul George, however I run it back. Like, I think this game stays really competitive, and I want exposure to this game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. And if we've got a little bit of time, I, I, I'll i just kind of plug that in for just, just strategy. I know this isn't the strategy show, but don't be afraid – to take shots on competitive games, even though you've got, like, three games with a higher total. Like, competitive games are going to yield so many fantasy points over the course of those four quarters, even if guys aren't scoring. You know, let's say they go through a two-minute lull and they don't score a bunch, but guys are still getting blocks, rebounds, steals, and trying to ramp up their play. So so don't be afraid to take shots on guys in competitive games like this one, um, even, even if there aren't any stars involved that's my spiel
1: no you're fine uh anybody that listens to the podcast always loves strategy um you know i I, we try to give it as much as we can when we have time so love that and like the the, you know the other thing about that is studs and players that play minutes usually will play more minutes in a closer game a competitive game so you know you're getting more from maybe like uh, you know, watch NBA. If if there's a 14, 16 point game and it's the it's the fourth quarter, they're gonna wait to bring back those studs um more than if it's a four-point game. So uh great point there. Moving on, Toronto at Portland. No total in this game. We're waiting on you know the Kawhi news. He's questionable. Valanciunas is out. That's some big news here for Toronto. Um, we were talking a little bit about it before the show. Uh let's talk about it. We're gonna start with Toronto. If Kawhi sits, it's really easy. You play Lowry, you play Ibaka, you play Sycam.
0: Yep, that's that that's the formula. Uh, and, and I want to add one more guy to that because at the beginning of this, I think the first couple times he sat out, they didn't do it. But I think the last three or four times they've been doing it, they've been playing Fred Van Vliet in place of Kawhi. So if, if they're going to do that, I, I think Fred Van Vliet is in play across the board uh he's going to get the minutes he's going to play so i I really like him uh this is this is deep tournament and i'm trying to look this up right now because i want to see if they're giving this guy any minutes because they may not be no they're not giving him a lot of minutes right now but and i don't think Kawhi is going to sit for an extended period of time but we know valentinez is out i want to see if they're going to give greg monroe 20 minutes Or eighteen minutes. I want to see if they're just going to give it to him. If so, like if I'm scripting tomorrow, I think I'm going to have a sprinkle five ten percent of Greg Monroe. I don't want to spend too much time on him because he's not like a primary play, but I do think he could be like a Valanciunas type. And at thirty five hundred, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him. Um, He's thirty five hundred on FanDuel. I got to see what he's on DK, but I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him. As just like a deep tournament, happened to get 20 minutes and crush tight play.
1: I don't know. Valentinus hasn't missed a game this season, has he? I don't think he has.
0: Monroe played played big minutes in one game, and it might I can't remember what what the situation was though.
1: That was against Detroit in in uh he always it, Oh, revenge game. I got yeah, you. Always
0: Detroit. <laughs> man. He,
1: like, it's an automatic anytime he plays Detroit. Um, I. So they don't play. If they follow Tunis about 18 minutes a night, I think Greg Monroe ends up more like 12 to 15 minutes. I sure. really think they just use Abaca and Pascal Siakam more. Um, and they play like three or four extra minutes a piece. Um, you know, they obviously could use um, Chris Boucher too, Boucher, um if they really wanted to. But I, I really think it's going to be Pascal and Ibaka. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, listen, man. Hey,
1: They, don't, they only have – for what it's worth, though, Greg Monroe, Saika, Ibaka, and Boucher are the only big men they have on the roster unless they call somebody up um, in the morning.
0: Yeah, because our good friend, Mr. Lucas Naguer is – no not around anymore. I, I would I would love to have a little bit of cheap Lucas
1: Naguerre lingering around because he would for sure get some minutes. Um I think Toronto's really and like if Kwai plays I still think Pascal and um Abach are interesting because mm-hmm. of the a few extra minutes for both of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah I mean I, I, I think so. I mean it's against Portland Portland has uh, struggled at the power forward spot. So Siakam at 5,900, his prices come down because Surge has kind of been on a surge recently. And um, so, yeah, his prices come down. But this is a really good spot for him. Uh, Pasco could really have a,
1: a, a huge game here. I was talking about the Portland side of things. Um, what do we like for Portland? Uh, Amino at 4,500
0: is just a little bit too cheap, I think. Um, and he's probably going to play minutes in this game. I mean, he's just two games removed from having 30 point games back to back. He's another game removed from that from having three 30 point games back to back. And his price is 4500 I know Toronto's been blowing people out. I get it. But 4500 is too cheap for a guy that's been playing pretty much 30 plus minutes every game and has had a, a fairly amount of consistency. I mean, he's had one, two, three, four, five. He's had five 30-point games out of eight. He should not be 4,500. So just keep him on your radar uh, for value. Nurkic at 6,700. I I think that's cheap enough to play him. Uh, I I don't like CJ McCollum in this spot. Don't want to play him. And then Dame is 8,500. I don't mind Dame in any spot. I, I don't care who they're playing. He's too cheap for, for this matchup. So uh, this remind this reminds me of earlier this year when I took a shot on Kawhi and um, and Kyrie in the same game, and they both just kind of went nuts. I think it went to overtime or something. This, this just reminds me of that spot. I'm not saying it's going to overtime, but they're priced a little bit too cheap. And so at this price, 8,500, I think Dame is my favorite point guard player on this on the slate at this price.
1: Yeah, I like Dame a Dame a lot as well. I think he's really interesting. At Eighty-five. Um, and he, there's so many ways you can run it back. This, Oof. especially if Kwai sits. Um, I like the Nurkic call. You should have a size advantage in this game. Um, and then Aminu. You talked about Aminu. There's so much value. Like Aminu's a good play if Porter sits and you need to get off Jeff Green. Um, I still think I like Kevin Knox more in that price range than I like Aminu. But Aminu is a really good play. Uh, they're they're going to need his size in this game. So uh, I like the Aminu call. It, it's, there's so many good pivots if some of these early games, if some of the injury news falls the other way. So I um, do like these spots. All right, let's move on. Last game on the slate, Warriors-Kings 235.5 total. Golden State favored by eight. Iguodala is questionable. And Livingston is out. Uh, let's start here with Golden State. They're back. They're back to health. Uh, what do we like here?
0: Yeah, uh, I think this is a Steph Curry spot. Uh, you know, he's – price is coming down a little bit uh, since, you know, all these guys are back. And I know we – last game, they, they just had a – just a terrible game against Toronto. Uh, but but I think this is the spot to hop right back on them. Late night hammer. Uh, and actually, Steph's 10-2. That's really expensive. I was looking at a different uh, website. I was looking at FanDuel where he's 94. But at 10 2, I got to think Steph's ownership is going to be around 12 to 15% tomorrow. What do you say, Stevie? 10, 10 o'clock game, that's already working against him. And he's, and he's one of the most expensive guys on the slate. You got to think nobody's going to play Curry. And this is going to be probably the fastest paced game with this team on the road. Uh, I, I don't usually like to play them as much when all of them are healthy but i think I think Curry is an elite tournament play here uh in, in this spot uh re- really like him and uh I think that's about it I don't want to play too many other warriors but Curry at 10 two in this spot pace up game I, I really like him
1: Curry and Clay, um the, the shooters the, you know Clay could have a monster game here for what it's Ooh. worth. this game with it being so fast like he could have five to seven open threes in this game and it just all going to depend on if he can knock him down so um like the curry call like the i I like clay um his price range is kind of interesting for this slate i don't think a lot of people will be on him but he's a guy that i have written down uh from my early research so um Fast paced games get lost in the crowd, shoot the ball well, and have a really good night. So, do you like uh, Clay Thompson here? I-, I love the fact this game's in Sacramento for what it's worth, too. Sure. Um, the Kings, like you know, if we're playing Curry, or we're playing Clay, we kind of want this game to stay competitive. Uh, if this game stays competitive, you know, what are we looking at here as far as the Kings go?
0: Well, uh, I mean, I think that's really easy. I think you start with Mr. Mister Fox at 7K. I mean, this guy has been, he's actually been really good this year. And I know his 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 game log, as far as from a fantasy point perspective, it is kind of all over the place. 28, 49, 32, 59, 28, 36, 39, 20. Like, it, it's all over the place. But the upside is there. And in a spot like this, I mean, I think you have to like him. You know, Bogdanovich and Buddy Hill, I think, would be my next two. I don't know how I missed the B-Elites, revenge game against Minnesota. I just missed that. Shout out to
1: Bobby Fye. He called that. Jeez,
0: I just missed that all kinds of ways. And I usually don't miss those type. I I just missed it. But uh, don't don't expect that this game. Uh, And then Bagley's priced up again now. So uh, I don't really want to play him for that price in this spot. And then Kali Stein at 64. I don't want to play him because his minutes are all over the place. So really for me in this spot, Fox, uh, Bogdanovich, Buddy Heald, and then Iman Shumpert, just as, I mean, last guy in, util spot, 3,600. Don't mind him if he's going to keep getting 30 minutes.
1: You know who I really liked here? You you mentioned him. Buddy Heald. I really... Really, really like this spot for him. This is a a spot that he could have a really good game here, um, and I just I don't expect a lot of people to be on him. Um, yeah. So this is a spot that I like, Buddy Hill, probably too much, but I'm playing Buddy Hill today. He, he's probably <laughs> my favorite play from the Kings.
0: Yeah, I mean, fifty eight hundred. I like him. Uh, I think. I think he's a good play at that price for sure.
1: I like him too much. Um, Anyway, he had a really good game against the Kings earlier this season, didn't he? I liked him that day, and I think I talked myself off, and he put up 44 fantasy points against them earlier this year. He put up 28 points. So, I I like Buddy Heald. Um, I I think he has a lot of upside for his price, and I think he attempts probably 15-plus shots in this game. So, Love the upside. Um, All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. It's been an awesome week. Um, It's been a good week, man. Bobby Crush, we crushed, Man, you had a really good Monday. Uh, It's been a good week for the morning grind. Give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, Favorite
0: game to go over, I'm going to go Washington, Brooklyn.
1: Over? Over, Yeah. I'm going to go over in Denver. Like it. I like that game. Uh, give me your favorite play under five k to seven x. There's a ton of them today. Uh, Mati Morris. He was somebody I had written down. Oh yeah. Um. Under five k. This would be really easy if we knew if Jimmy Butler was going to sit. For what it's worth, because um, yeah. I would play Cortez. Yep, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, give me Knox. I like it. I, I like it. Knox, forty eight hundred. He can go. He he can get the thirty five. Yeah. Um, yeah. over eight k, not the five x. Who's the bus today? I'm not going to say Paul George. Whew. What a Friday uh, this
0: is. I, I already know who you're going to say. That that's an easy one. Give give me give me Giannis. Who do you think I
1: was going to say? Jokic. <laughs> <This is coming. laughs> I already wrote it down. <laughs> uh, all right, well, no more podcasts for you. You you've done too many <laughs> podcasts with me. Um, give me your favorite six X play first look. Give me your six X guy today. Uh, man, Th- this is a
0: tough one uh, because there's just there's so many guys I like. Uh. It's Friday.
1: Give me two. I'll give you two. You give me two. It's Friday. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, let, let's go there. Give me John Collins.
1: All right. Give me
0: John Collins. And then give me... See, we don't have the Butler news. Give me Jeremy Lamb against the Knicks.
1: All right. I'll give you two. Cause I wanted to give two anyway. I feel like the listeners they deserve to It's Friday. I asked for them to review the podcast and leave a comment, so I'm, I'm going to give them two today. Jared Allen and Buddy healed both going six x today. Um, yeah, there you I go. Think. So I had both those guys written down for my six x. If you took one of them, then I was only going to give one. But um, I was giving, I was giving out two. It's been a good week. It's been a fun week. Um, excited for football this week we talked the football slate yesterday if you want to go back and listen to that it's on itunes it's on soundcloud it's on the rotor grinders uh podcast page so you guys can check that out will any final thoughts before we get out of here
0: no man i'm good to go like i think we gave out some some, some good stuff
1: today man I had a really good time yeah it was fun i hope everyone enjoyed we'll be back on monday i hope everyone has an amazing weekend Uh, enjoy some family time it's that time of the year it is christmas time it's coming it's coming fast wrap some gifts have a great weekend we'll be back good luck in your contest tonight and we'll see you guys again on monday